Welcome to Saturday Morning Chats, hosted by author, life coach, and mystic, Tanya Lampley, where you will hear inspiring views, hot topics, and a bevy of information intended to help you make your life over. In this talk, I'm going to be discussing the concept of nasal sprays. And if you haven't heard of those yet, it is my sincerest hope and prayer that you will very soon. I'd also like to add in that this conversation is in no way stating that people should not be vaccinated. It is just a discussion about other alternatives. Thanks for listening. Got a minute? Yeah, I got a minute. Okay, so let me run this past you real quick. You are well aware that the entire month of April, I was on a tear about these nasal sprays for COVID. So let me just give you a brief, I know you know some of it, but let me just explain what's going on because I don't think I really brought you up to speed. You know I've been tweeting about it a lot. And it's starting to get traction. It's starting to go. People are starting to say, well, hey, wait a minute. What is this? So when I first started tweeting, there were only a couple of nasal sprays. And so what what this is is that there is a spray think of like we had afrin when we were kids i think now there's zycam that you can just pick up at your local pharmacy your drugstore over the counter over the counter when you get a cold um there's zycam i think things like maybe like a theramist or something is coming to mind i'm not sure but Zycam is definitely one. It's okay. just a nasal spray. Like too. we had Afrin mm-hmm. when you had sinus issues. A lot of people use them for allergies. Mm-hmm. Clear is one that yeah. a lot of people use for allergies. It's just like a saline wash and Dristan. 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 I was saying Dristan since I was a baby, but yeah. In the <laughs> okay. vein of Dristan, okay. people that are of a quote certain age <laughs> will recognize Drift stamp. Okay, so you got it. So there are some companies out there. We're not talking about some fly-by-night little companies. We're talking about people that um, have investors. They have infrastructure. They've been creating other products. We're not talking about just you and I laid down one night and woke up and said, hey, I think this could work. Like these people have viable products in the marketplace already all around the world. So what they've got a hunch on, it's a very big hunch, but it makes logical sense, is that since COVID actually uses epithelial cells, which are found in the nose to replicate, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if you stop it before it can really engage in that process, then you can prevent people from coming down with COVID-19. It makes perfect sense to me. So there are several companies that have done their own tests and trials. They've gone to groups. One of the nasal sprays is called Tafix. That's available in Israel and overseas. We don't have access to, we only have access to one here in the U.S. and it hasn't been approved for COVID. But Tafix, they took Israeli, I want to say like 
people that are from that particular background, they'll understand this better. But when they have funerals, they have mass funerals, sure. right? Have sure. you seen those yeah, um, uh, traditional? Mm -hmm. I don't even I forget what they call them, but yeah, it, I, they're large. They're, they're large, large right? I just think of like Orthodox Jews, maybe, but that may not be the particular faith, and so I don't want to be disrespectful. But I'm just trying to paint a picture that when they gather, they have mass gatherings. And you've seen them. We see mm -hmm. them in New York. They had the hats on. Yeah. And they had the long sideburns. They gave it to those kinds of groups. And they said, hey, spray yourself before you go because they don't wear masks right. when they go to those. You know, it's their religious practice. Just like Christians here, a lot of them didn't want to wear masks to church because sure. they wanted to sing. Long story short, the numbers are there. These people sprayed with the nasal spray and none of them caught COVID. They said that out of the group, the first group that they had, two people caught it when they went back and asked them, did you use the spray, da, da, da. They said they didn't use it. So they got COVID. The rest of the group was clean, okay. right? right? So I've been tweeting about it because I think that these nasal sprays are going to fill in the gaps that our vaccine strategy has. Mm -hmm. People are allergic, all right? We had that situation where the man said his wife went blind. Mm -hmm. She had a reaction to it. Some people just know going in, I react to everything. I'm just nervous about taking it. You know I'm one of those people. Sure. I can't even stand next to a bird sometimes right. without having a reaction. There are people that just don't want to take it because they're afraid of it. There are people that don't have access to the vaccine simply because of geography. You think about uh, people in the outback, certain parts of Australia, just remote areas in mm -hmm. Africa. Right. They just really don't have access to the vaccine. And even if we ship the vaccine there by box load, you still have to have someone to inject it. Right. So the nasal sprays, just convenient. They're just easier all the way around. And, the, and, and they're preventative and healing or recuperative? This is what they're saying, and okay. I've been sharing this video from one of the developers of the nasal spray. And what they're saying is they are confident that if you have been exposed, in other words, if you have COVID, if you use it, I think they said twice a day. I, I may be off on that, but if you use it, uh, at the very onset of your symptoms, it will clear COVID. You're 96% clear, sure. I think is the way they describe it. And then they said within 48 hours, you are 99% clear. So their whole MO and they're pushing for this, they're trying to get it in India who is struggling really bad, but people are dying by the masses. I mean, it is just heartbreaking. They're lying in the street. They're burning bodies. They're back to how it was in March of last year. They're saying, hey, y'all, we think we got something. Get us get emergency authorization and let us see if it will work. And so my question for you or my conversation with you is, why do you think people are just so resistant to it? Like I've been tweeting about it and now lots of people have started tweeting about it. I've been putting videos up just trying to get people to say, hey, we may have another alternative here. Let's just see if it works. And it's almost like it's falling on deaf ears. Sure. Yes. I, there is a level of 
resistance, general resistance that people have. I think it's just ingrained. I think that's part of it. And I think there is a level of ignorance. And I, by ignorance, I don't mean I'm not insulting people, but when you don't know about something, you're ignorant to what it could do. So I think that's part of it. And, and the ignorance thing is part of it, too. But I think the word needs to get out about it, too. There's a lack of familiarity sure. that's probably a big part of it, too. It's, it's kind of like when, you know, the, we had brakes on our cars, where at some point we were required to wear seatbelts. It was an additional, yeah. an additional safety measure. And when I met you, I wasn't a seatbelt wearer. Yeah, people were resistant to it. But, yeah. and, and prior prior to when we were adults, it wasn't necessarily a law. But it became a law once they once it was proven that seatbelts can protect you, they can keep you from uh, injury or death if you're in an accident. So that level of information, quite frankly, may not be out there yet on the spray. I'm laughing because I'm like, this fool wouldn't pull out of the space until you had your seatbelt on. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. How we roll. Yeah. <laughs> but over time, yeah. and when I got a $100 ticket for it, sure. so it, it became... It had nothing to do with me. <laughs> it was both. <laughs> it was both. No, but, but, but in all seriousness, you were, that's a good point, you were triggered by something that made you say, okay, number one, there's going to be a penalty if I don't do this. And that, that's whether you, whether I had an impact or not. That penalty thrust you into a different place of acceptance. <laughs> it did. It did. <laughs> and there, there's no real financial penalty for not having the spray. But so people that... have to, Yeah, but people have to come to some sort of realization that this is actually something that works. So there, all the doctors are out there. Think about all the news stories that are out there, all the publications and all the the messaging we're getting from the doctors and the TV and commercials saying, get your vaccine. So people are thinking the vaccine must work. Sure. I don't think there's enough information out there yet about the spray to say, okay, that works. You know what I mean? I mean, to me, <clears throat> as soon as I saw it, I just, it was like a light bulb went off. Sure. Like we are on the cutting edge right. of how we handle all viruses in the future. Yeah. Could you imagine not getting sick with a cold or flu or anything like that? Sure. Simply because when you first felt the symptoms, a scratchy throat, a little bit of a sore throat, you just went to Walgreens or CVS and or- got you a spray. And got a spray. Yeah. It just went on to your job. And you well, didn't infect your whole department. I mean, that could literally be over right yeah. now. I, I still think there is the general resistance, the natural resistance. Think about when we put, when we were required to wear the mask. Yeah. There was a, just a general resistance to something as simple as wearing a mask. And that seemed obvious. It seems obvious if you put it something in front obvious. of someone yeah. and block something from hitting. Sure. That just seemed obvious. But people leaned on my rights and all these other things but it was a general resistance but you know what going back to that and that is probably a little bit of what it is here is what you're saying is that it's just unfamiliar yeah. and i think that people don't really people are just resistant to change exactly. if that makes sense yes. and so i'm tweeting you know i've been tweeting somebody would think i was a psycho if they seen the number of times i've tweeted about this issue <laughs> but my point is 
you know, society has changed and we're trying to use the same technology or thing that we did to fight a pandemic that we did hundreds of years ago. And we're just different now. We're way more mobile for one and we're way more resistant and we're way more free. And so back then, I think they said that they still had some resistors to the mm-hmm. vaccine when it, when it was the Spanish flu and some of the other pandemics back in the day. But I think, generally speaking, human beings were just more cooperative back then. Back then. Right. So now you're trying to take that same strategy and apply it to modern times when people have way more freedom to push back against the system. They have way more access to information. Back then and when you and I were kids, and that's the argument some people have come to me with, well, you took the smallpox and this and that. First of all, I was a child. Um, Second of all, back then, people were more cooperative. People trusted more. Yes. Thirdly, we didn't have a situation where money was at the center of all of these pharmaceutical endeavors. Yeah, and, I, and I think the research for times. those things were a lot was stretched out over a longer period of time. Sure, too. I think yeah. those vaccines had a lot more research behind. It. But you touch on a tricky word, which is freedom. Sure. When people have freedom, that that's that can be a positive or it can be a negative. Yeah. So, for example. When you and I were in school, there were big computers. We had to go to a computer lab to use a computer. Lord, have well, I now we're down to a phone that does almost everything. A that watch. Big comp- a watch that did. A watch can tell you whether right. or not you're about to die from a heart attack. Right, and yeah. and the <clears throat> the freedom part of this I'm talking about is people now have the freedom, the option to have a phone or a laptop or a computer. And what do they opt for? Most people have a phone or a watch versus a laptop. So that freedom thing is at play here because if I, if people don't have to do something, they're going to wait for more information. That's just the natural order of things. They're going to wait for more information, That's true. or they're going to, or they're going to wait for more tragic information. That's the bad part of freedom. Sometimes you can wait for more tragic information to come before you make the decision to say, okay, maybe I should have done this six months ago. Yeah. And that may be what we're dealing with right now. Yeah. Meaning that more people are going to have to get sick or... or and or die. From I the vaccine. From the vaccine. If, if, there, if there are calamitous uh, effects from the vaccine, I think that will trigger more of the, the nasal spray. Sure. But I, it, because there's so much groundwork and momentum behind the vaccine, I think people are just generally more accepting of the vaccine than they will be with anything else. If you said a pill, you said something you spray or anything else, people are just not ready because they think this vaccine is the be all and end all. And that's the thing, and all of our eggs are in the vaccine basket. And so one thing that I didn't say about the nasal sprays is that the nasal sprays are either all natural, natural. one of them is completely natural, and it's on the market already, and it's called Clear, X-L-E-A-R, right? People been using that already. And they no just, side effects. No, zero. Same they just happen to say, hey, it's out there. People are using it. Let's get emergency authorization because we believe that it will be effective against COVID-19. And the other companies that have nasal sprays, same issue. Their products are already being used 
maybe not as a nasal spray, but they've already demonstrated a high safety profile on the sure. nasal sprays. Sure. And so in my mind, I'm thinking, why can't we do both? Yeah, that, there's no reason not to do both. If you want the vaccine, I get it. Some people, they don't want to keep up with that kind of thing. Sure. They don't want to be somewhere and you know, get the sniffles and now I got COVID and now I got to come up with $25 and then I got to go to the grocery store. The vaccine is for them. Right. But if you don't want to take the vaccine, maybe this is a viable option, you know, and you and I've communicated this before. I'm still on the fence about it because I don't know how I will respond physically sure. and to you have that vaccine. Yes. Yeah. And I have your compromised health. Your health is compromised. Exactly. Yeah. And so I don't know how I would respond. I may be totally fine, but I just don't know. And so... So you're taking a wait and see approach. I'm taking a wait and see approach. This that gives me some hesitancy. <clears throat> and I'm thinking if these nasal sprays could work, there's a possibility that we could eradicate it. And so they're going back and they're trying to use a technology that was used in the 1700s or whenever the swine flu was and you're applying that to now when we have way more information we can read about what mrna means and what it's done and then we have real-time data coming off of social media mm -hmm. where these people i hate to say it are like my mom dropped dead after she took the vaccine or my wife went blind there's a man that's on a crusade and he's saying that wife took the vaccine four days later she went blind and they're saying yeah it is attributable to the vaccine now the question is is it long term but i don't want to be blind right. for five minutes right. yeah and I, I chimed in on the wait and see component of your situation because your wait and see component has a different framework than the wait and see that they're using with the clear the wait and see you're using is to make sure it's safe Sure. Well, the clear is safe already. That's we, it. We've already seen that it's safe already. Now, I will say this, though, about uh, the, the incidences with the vaccine, because I don't want to talk people necessarily out of getting the vaccine, but I'm, no. we're looking at this as another option. Sure. I don't know what the percentages, it, percentages are on how many cases of the vaccine are leaving really bad side effects versus when, let's say, the flu vaccine polio vaccine first came out and other things. So I, I want to be fair about that. But to me, if there is a safe option or safe uh, augmentation to the vaccine that you can go to the store and get, that just seems like a real simple solution to me. That's I think I think both would, both would be the end of the pandemic. Yeah. And you bring up a really valid point. It could be such that the data on the flu vaccine, even diphtheria and polio and smallpox and all the ones that we took as a, a kid, it could be that the rates of side effects are exactly the same. Could be, yes. The difference is now we have access to it. We have access to different options, yes. Well, we have access to the knowledge. Yes. Back then, when your dad grabbed you by the hand and just escorted you in and they shot you full of that. Sure. He just brought you home and just put you in the there bed was, with a blanket. There was no Wikipedia. Right. There was nothing out there, no right. Wikipedia. And this is the thing. There was no social media feed. Sure. When you're scrolling through that social media feed and you see people like, this is the sickest I've, I've ever been. 
Like I told you, that man was like, I'm so sick I, from the vaccine, sure. not from the virus, from the, from the vaccine. <clears throat> I'm so sick, I can't even get off the sofa. I'm peeing in a bottle. Yeah. You're seeing things like... Urinating. You're urinating. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Classless. <laughs> okay, let me say that again, because I think I'm going to cut that out. A man said that he was so sick, he was urinating in a bottle. Right? Sure. So people are saying, my mom is 98 years old. She had a period. Like, it's just all kinds of just yeah. things that are coming up that we are now seeing that may have been happening with the flu vaccine, may have been happening with the Spanish flu vaccine sure. years ago. I don't even think they had a vaccine back then. I'm not sure when vaccine technology came into play, but we just didn't have yeah. access to it. So my point is this. We need another strategy because all those parameters are now, and not to mention, we have, especially in the United States, lost our air of solidarity when the citizens would unite around a common goal. That's sure. over. Now, we want to split and divide. Sure. We I want to boost our egos by pointing our finger and saying, yeah. you're a horrible human being because you didn't wear a mask and you're a horrible human being because you didn't get the vaccine. Yeah, you, you stole the words right out of my mouth. I was just about to say the other, the other component of this that's at play is just the inherent need for people to be on the side of something. That's to it. defend not what's right or wrong, sure. just to, to defend what they're on the side of. And again, the vaccine's been out there longer, so people are going to be generally on the side of that be just because it's been there, be because yeah. it's been there as... as and as, they've been taking the flu shot, the flu and shot. Yeah. yeah. that That's part of the dynamics, too. But again, it seems fairly basic to me that if there is a safe option that can be, can augment or supplement the vaccine, seems very reasonable to say, hey, let's give this a try, if nothing else. We, because it can't hurt, it won't hurt. We cover all bases. And so here's the other thing with even being vaccinated. When I'm scrolling through my Twitter feed, those people are still sick. And, and they're still getting COVID. And they're still even going to... Even after the vaccine. Even yeah. after the Some vaccine, people, they're yeah. still getting COVID. They're still going yeah. to the hospital. Yeah. Well, and the other part to that is that you would think that the spray would be more effective, and I don't want to act like I'm a doctor, but just thinking logically, would be more effective versus variants because it's, sure. it's still doing the same thing. Exactly. Whereas the vaccine is clearly against a particular Exactly. And, and there are other variants that are clearly out there, and they're saying the one from India is on its way. Sure. They're saying that one is, is debilitating, and it's... And that's my biggest fear right now, that I think... Uh, I'm afraid that we think it's the vaccine that's causing the drop in the numbers, yeah. but it's not the vaccine. It's just the natural ebb and flow. And of we've had that since the start. The virus, right. And that's my biggest fear is that people are just like, let's open up, let's pull our masks off, and they're going to find that our death rates may drop, but those sure. people are still going to overburden that hospital yeah, system. The they're still getting dropped. sick. I think the death rates have dropped for yeah, now. They have. Now. But, but, but so happens? did India's. Yeah. India's death rates were like seven, yeah. as big as that country they were was. The lowest at one point. It, that's just a few months yeah. ago. Yeah, that's true. And so my fear is that it's not the vaccine. Sure. It is just <laughs> the natural ebb and flow sure. of the virus. It is a little scary to think that people who have gotten the vaccine 
still end up getting COVID. That, that's a little scary, but but I, I'm again, I'm not here to say don't get no. the vaccine. I, I'm here to, saying if there is a logical option, have your brakes and put your put your seatbelt on too. too. That, <laughs> exactly and I think I'm that is, exactly. <clears throat> and this is why I think the pandemic would end because if you have people that are vaccinated. And they're getting the nasal spray. I think that's the best case scenario. Sure. Vaccine plus nasal spray. Let me ask you this question. Let me finish this train okay. of thought. The reason why I think that's best case scenario is because right now they are not 100% certain that even though you're vaccinated, you cannot still shed and transmit virus. Right, right. So even though everybody's vaccinated, right. it's still going to be moving. It's be moving around. And those are, that's, it's long COVID becomes mm-hmm. an issue at that point because this virus is doing damaging things in the body. So if you can get sick from the virus, can it affect you in some way long term, even though you're vaccinated? We don't have enough long term data sure. to know the answers yet. They haven't said no. They simply just don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. I did see this in my Twitter feed. Someone said they were vaccinated. They got COVID. They have lost 25% of their heart capacity and they were vaccinated. So my thing is vaccine plus nasal spray. And then for those that aren't vaccinated for whatever reason, choice, uh, allergic reaction. Some people are now having such a violent reaction to the first vaccine. The doctors are telling them don't take the second one. Like the lady that went blind, her doctor's telling her don't finish it. So for that reason, the nasal spray right. is the best option. And that's where I was going with my question. Do you think that if everybody in this country had one or the other, everybody had either either the vaccine or the nasal spray, do you think that would eradicate it? I think it's gone completely. So, okay. So, so there's an argument even yeah. for that. I think, the, and I think that's what I've been pushing yeah. for. I'm never telling people don't get vaccinated. Yeah. Because, I mean, this is something that is dangerous and yeah. is deadly. So this is really a this is really more a message to the people who are opting to not get the vaccine, get the spray. It, it mean, really if you is. Use both, that's even it better, really is. But, but it to me, uh, my stance has been everybody get on board. We have two things that we are using to combat sure. COVID. Right. You either have vaccine plus nasal spray. Mm-hmm or you're unvaccinated and you just do the nasal spray. Sure. Either way, we're gonna to get to a place, I think relatively quickly, sure. where the virus just doesn't have anyone else to affect. And so a lot of uh, scientists are coming forward and saying, this is something that we just have to live with. And I say that is bogus because this virus is far too damaging. It's not like flu. Right. This is causing long-term Damage, so people can't go back to work. People have to go on disability. People can't take care of their families because they have what's called long COVID. That is a real thing. Like this man is saying, I 25% of my heart was damaged. The flu wasn't really doing all of that. It either killed you or it left. And a small, and it was a small, very small small children and senior citizens. You find people in the prime of their life. 20s to 70 they weren't really dying of flu right well and but like the flu unfortunately this 
virus seems to either regenerate or other variants are showing up, which exactly. which is more of an argument for the spray, because you could you could use the spray in and, perpetuity. And I just now I will say this: there have been more people that when I first started tweeting about it, it was really just me and a few other people. Sure. I have tweeted so much. The CEO of the company is now yeah. following me on Twitter. And That's that how much I've been tweeting about point. it. That was my earlier point about people having knowledge of the more yeah. knowledge you can put yeah. out there, the better. And you know what? There is a thing that says that people have to kind of see something seven times Absolutely. before it sticks. And yeah. they've seen it from me seven times because I have literally sure. been on a crusade trying to get the word out about these nasal sprays. And so where we're at with it is... I think that's a daily count. Seven, when you say seven times for you, it's probably seven times per day. No doubt. <laughs> exactly. Which is good. That's information. And hey, I have made friends in yeah. other countries because sure. we are all on this crusade. Like, why is India under this onslaught when these people have this nasal spray and all we need to do is to get these countries to get it through trial sure. to get it on a bigger sample size to get it to meet their criteria and then to have them endorse it right. if they come forward and say hey y'all take the nasal spray everybody runs and gets it i mean what's the worst that can happen if you do it doesn't that? work yeah that's the, wor the worst that's the worst thing, that's thing that can happen that can it happen. doesn't work but it's an option it's clearly an option Tafix is already on the market let me just give this little update it's t-a-f-f-i-x but we don't have access to that in the united states you can probably get it through like an ebay or um maybe even like an amazon and ship it from overseas i'm not sure they have access to that in Israel. It's already on the market. They just need the government to say, hey, this will work for COVID. That's what we're waiting on. Sanitize, new company. I love it because it has a female CEO. She's really struggling trying to get her product to market. Again, a major company. They have other products that are already out there. So it's not like some fly-by-night company just came up with a nasal spray. Although there are some out there. There's yeah. probably, if I just had to guess, that I know of six or seven right yeah. now. And these companies are pushing to get their product to market. It's unbelievable to me when people are still dying by the masses. So Sanitize just got approved in Israel. And I think New Zealand is next up for them. They are actually building plants, moving uh, to production as we speak. We have Clear in the United States, that's X-L-E-A-R, already on the market. They've applied for emergency use through the FDA. If you ask me, it should have been done days ago. I'm not sure what the hesitancy is other than they want as many people to be vaccinated first. <clears throat> I can understand that. There's a lot of, unfortunately or fortunately, there's a lot of money that yeah. the government has invested in these vaccines. That's true. So that, that is, that's at play too. It is ridiculous. So we're waiting for the FDA to approve clear again, already on the market, right. already being sprayed in people's noses. We just need the government to get them through the trial. They've been in the trial for a while. And, and they're it, phase two, but they won't get them through phase three. And it's the same clear that's already been in the store, or have they altered it? No, it's exactly it's the, the same. same. It's the so, exact so it's, so it's, same one. So it's in use for other purposes that's already. It. We just need the FDA to say, okay. okay, it will work for COVID too. Right. 
there are some another companies coming trying to come to market with what they call lipopeptide it comes from sunflower seed oil the same thing we cook with the same thing we eat they're saying that if you put a coating of that up in the nose it blocks COVID 19's entrance into the cells it can't replicate and that's what kills it right it just keeps it from replicating uh, what people didn't know is that some of the doctors and the dentists were already using iodine, povidone iodine. Hmm. They're saying same effect. In spray form. In spray form. Okay. So there is a company that's trying to move that to market. And then there's one that's based on a some type of um, antibacterial agent, okay. but it's already on the market. They used it for... They have products out there. I think that's coming from Europe, maybe Britain, but they have products out there where they have a condom that's coated in this substance because it will kill, according to them, HIV. Hmm. So they have these really highly specialized products. All of these products that are trying to come to market have high safety profiles. They're already in use. Mm -hmm. So I don't get it. Sure. And I've been really frustrated and disappointed. Well, maybe, maybe once the FDA proves it, there'll be a, a groundswell of people that say, oh, I'm okay, sure. it's, it's, it's acceptable. They now. just need the endorsement. They, they need the endorsement because the endorsement for, like I said, the vaccine has been out there and it's being pushed. It, you see all kinds of commercials that say, get your vaccine. So maybe after this FDA push is, is made and it's approved, there'll be dual I just think as the leader of a nation, as soon as I got wind of it, I would be like, throw everything you got at it. People are dying. And I think it could be what you're saying. I don't want to speak against the government and people yeah, have to come to their right. own conclusions. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I think there was a lot you of money how, invested. Moonwalked out of that. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of money invested sure. in this is. vaccine. But you can't put money over lives. That's true. Right? And so I say this, if females were running these countries, we would be done with this. Yeah, because females would have been like, do whatever Sensitive you can to, life. to protect the lives of the people. Yeah. This is not about money. Right. Clean the streets, put bleach on the streets. I use a product that is based on salt and vinegar, and it actually is effective against COVID is on the FDA's list of approved substances to fight COVID. Mm -hmm. I think it is called hypochlorite. That is okay. the technical term of it. It is basically just a safe form of bleach. You can put it in your mouth. You can spray it on your food. You can put it on your carpet. It won't bleach your mm -hmm. clothes. If I was in office, I would have had that by the truckloads and mm -hmm. I would have been spraying everything. I would have sprayed the bus stop the children's toys at the daycare, everything is totally non-toxic. It's just vinegar and salt. I wonder if that's what they use when you see them spraying down like hospitals or uh, restaurants. They, they have spray. You, you see them spraying down I'm not when they sure. clean subways. We should have been doing that. Subways. We should have sprayed food. We should have sprayed the grocery store. We should have sprayed the babies. Yeah. I mean, I'm joking, yeah. but if we had access to some of these things, as I said, if a woman was in charge, this would have been over. I really believe that because we're just really good at coming up with creative solutions and we are going to protect and save. That is just what we do. Yeah. I think men sometimes think more in terms of financial and money and yes. economics. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, there has to be a balance in most situations, but in this situation, human life should be the, the primary 
primary thing we're trying to support and, and protect. So no doubt. So I will leave notes in the comments on some of these nasal sprays. Um, I'm praying that they will get to market soon because we definitely need we need another option. What we're doing is not exactly effective because they're telling people you got to come back every three months, every six months for a booster every time this thing mutates. People just aren't going to do it, for one. People just aren't going to keep going back every six months and getting up. That just seems like a lot. We need something to where it's like, uh oh, babe, you got chills? That might be COVID. Let me run over to Walgreens, get you spray. I'm going to spray myself. I'm going to give a bottle to each of my kids. If we did that enough over time, it would just be gone because it just wouldn't It wouldn't have enough bodies to infect. Seems like it, yeah. Seems like it's logical. So anyway, prayers up for sure. Thanks for listening. It means so much to me that you would take time out of your busy day to join me on this podcast. And I hope you find the information here inspiring. Do me a favor. Visit my website at www.tanyalampley.com and get connected to me there. There's a newsletter where you can sign up for information about some of the things that I have coming down the pike. I have a book that is in the works and just some really good things that I am eager to get out into the marketplace that will inspire people to live their lives to the complete fullest. And there's links there for my Twitter, my Facebook page. And if you would share it, I want to reach as many people as possible. We just aren't doing enough. We just aren't being intentional about building lives that are satisfactory. And I really want to be a catalyst for that level of change. So I hope you consider passing it along. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss a thing.